Tom Bernard Show with <laughs> co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant Bernard. And Mike Molina. And we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. the electronic version of Rocky. What is that? No, this is the normal version. Yeah. It is? Yeah. That sounds weird. Sounds like it. Sounds weird to me. Yep. Philadelphia, Rocky's happier than a lark. Oh, my God. It's all true. It's over. Yeah, fans set fire, damaged property. Did you see this? Yeah. Uh, the Philly the, fans are pretty crazy. The parade is set for Thursday, and uh, apparently one of the mm-hmm. Eagles players made a bet with somebody... At Anheuser Busch, so now, um, or not Anheuser Busch, Budweiser. Is that the same thing? Anyways, uh, yeah, Budweiser thing, has yeah. to supply uh, free Bud Light along the parade route oh to 25 bars. Oh. So what could go wrong? God. Yeah, no, nothing, really. Nothing at all. <laughs> then, as long as they don't say dilly dilly, okay, then it's okay. They're going to say it. That is the most annoying commercial on the face of the earth now. This dilly dilly thing has yeah. got to go. Well, they changed are, it. Now it's thoughts? Philly, Philly. Oh, oh, there we go. They did. What are the thoughts on the Super Bowl commercials? I just wanted to bring some up People and get... People complaining or are they happy? I want to read them and I want to get all your take on these because these are the Super Bowl commercials. I definitely missed a few. One of the best commercials was actually just a promo for the NFL. They had Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. of the Giants practice a touchdown celebration, which turned out to be the I've had the time of my life dance routine from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> missed it. 
That was pretty funny, actually. That would be funny. I wish I would have seen that. I've heard the time of my life. <laughs> and there's Odell Beckham flying through the air. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Now, Tide, you didn't miss Tide. Tide was all over the Super Bowl this year with a series of ads featuring David Harbour. He plays the cop Jim Hopper on Stranger Things. The first commercial started out as a car ad, then a beer ad, then a perfume ad, and just kept going. It became a series of short, funny mini-parodies of other kinds of commercials, but since everyone's clothes were spotless, the catchphrase was, it's a Tide ad. Yeah, it took me a while to get that one. Mm, I, I still didn't get it, and I understand exactly what they meant, but I still don't get it. Why that's good advertising, I will never understand. I... Advertising is not about advertising anymore. It's just about... Trying to get an award. Being well, kooky. Yeah, it's just about brand recognition, really. Because everyone knows wow. what Tide does. Yeah. So it's like saying, Tide makes your clothes clean. It's not going to do anything for you. Well, except if you're in China, then it can change your skin color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you've seen that you, where the woman yeah, puts it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They come out a completely different race. That it's was like, very oh, odd. interesting. At the end, Harbor asks, does this make every Super Bowl ad a Tide ad? Very meta. And they kept it going at different times during the game. What looked like a Mr. Clean commercial, an Old Spice ad, or a drug ad were just spoofs. Maybe this will distract everyone from the bad publicity of the Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, Oh, I like that take on it. Well, yeah, of course they needed to do something. Which is (laughs) stupid, but they did. Sorry. Catherine must have done coke on the airplane. (laughs) Fistfuls. Great. That's just all I need to know. (laughs) Another clever parody, this one I did like. Another clever parody was the fake trailer for Crocodile Dundee, the sequel with Danny McBride and Chris Hemsworth, but it was just a commercial for Australian tourism, although it did have a cameo from the real Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan. Does anybody know how old Paul Hogan is now? No idea. Is he in his 80s? He's got to be dead? close to that. No, he's still alive. Well, I thought he got impaled by no, a manta no, no, ray. No, you're thinking of uh, the guy who got the, oh, the manta um, ray stinger in his chest. Oh, what was that guy's name? The crocodile hunter? No, that's not no, it. The cro- it's, something, uh, something, something, something very similar. It is something very similar. Uh, crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan is 78. 78. 78. Well, was it cro- crocodile hunter then? Is he the oh, one that got what the was his name? Um, thing in his chest? Yeah, he died, yeah, because it stung him right in the heart. Apparently. Stung him? Uh, yeah, Steve Irwin was the Crocodile Hunter. It was Crocodile oh, okay. Hunter. Yeah. yeah. There you so go. that's what, yeah. Crocodile mm-hmm. Hunter, Crocodile yep. Dundee. Uh, Dundee came first, though, so. Yeah. Yes, it did. Crocodile yeah. Hunter. Very old. Jeep used the celebrity factor in a cool way. They had Jeff Goldblum reenact the famous chase scene from the first Jurassic Park where they drive away from a T-Rex, but he was actually just daydreaming in a Jeep dealership. It was a good tie into all the Jurassic World trailers during the game, too. Uh, good tie-in to one of the worst movies ever made. It but was a, It was an okay commercial. It was an okay commercial, it. but the movie was horrible. I liked the movie. You liked that movie. Well, I didn't love it, yes, but I did. liked it. Never you saw it. it. Yeah, I think it was worthy. Well, you know. Oh, worthy here with <laughs> you. Okay. Now, some people did like the M&M's ad. Some didn't like the M&M's ads. I liked one of them. The other one I thought was terrible. M&M's had Danny DeVito as an M&M that becomes human and runs around telling everybody to eat me. Did anyone else fi- uh, feel weird letting their kids watch that one? Yeah, it, it was kind of odd. But then there was he was swimming around in a vat of chocolate, and I didn't... I missed that one, too. I didn't get that. Michelob Ultra had fun with the whole celebrity cameo thing. It was a two-parter where Chris Pratt got all buffed to play the spokesperson for Michelob Ultra, but it turned out he'd only landed a role as an extra. 
So in the second part, he stood in the background. So basically, what this ad is based on is the fact that Chris Pratt can't act worth a damn. (laughs) Well, so maybe they really just realized that he's terrible. He's he's acute terrible though. So I guess that's the difference. That's all anyone yeah really cares about. Yeah. So in the second part, he stood in the background while a series of regular Americans sang an ode to beer called I Like Beer, and it was actually a pretty catchy song. Well, I, I Like Beer was, what's his name, was a country singer. Uh, Tom T. Hall, I think, was, was the original guy to sing I Like Beer. I Like Beer. It's I a really like good title. Beer. Yeah, well, he does. He didn't live that long, unfortunately. Simple and effective. Uh, a lot of people like the Amazon Alexa ad where Alexa lost her voice. Yeah, that was kind of fun. <laughs> it went on a little too long, I think, but it was fun. Jeff Bezos had a bunch of celebrities fill in like Gordon Ramsay, Cardi B, <laughs> Rebel Wilson from uh, Pitch Perfect, and Anthony Hopkins, but it didn't go as planned. The scene where Rebel Wilson tried to set the mood for a guy's party was talking dirty. Uh, by talking dirty was hilarious. Then there was a lip-sync rap between Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones and Morgan Freeman repping Doritos and Mountain Dew. Yeah. Dinklage did the Busta Rhymes verse from Look at Me Now. I don't know how anybody can talk that fast. Dinklage, I thought, sold it much better than... Um, yeah, he did, than Morgan Freeman. Than Morgan Freeman. I agree. Morgan Peter Freeman did. looked like, eh, I'll do it. Yeah, I think at this point... they're paying me. Yeah, it's, he's just phoning things in for the, the yeah. $10 million. He didn't seem, yeah. yeah, like he loved it. How much money did I make from that commercial? God, he's mm-hmm. got to be rolling in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Dinklage did the Buster Rhymes verse from Look at Me Now by Chris Brown, and Morgan Freeman did Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott at work because of the two celebrities least likely to engage in a lip-sync rap battle. Yeah, that's true. Be- because everything Morgan Freeman does is cool. But one thing could have made this one the best Super Bowl commercials ever. If those two guys had actually rapped, how cool would that have been? Um, was it three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? Peter Dinklage was terrific in that movie. Yeah, he's a really good actor. He's really good. He is indeed. We also love the commercial for Rocket Mortgage, where Keegan Michael Key took confusing stuff and translated it into everyday language, like pretentious hairdresser speak, pretentious vegetarian food, <laughs> rap lyrics, and dating. Pro- I didn't see that commercial. I sat there. I, I didn't go anywhere. I must have gone to the bathroom or something because I did not see the Rocket Mortgage commercial. Keegan Michael Key. Did anyone care about the big Game of Thrones-style Bud Knight uh, finish to Bud Light's Dilly Dilly ad campaign? Seems like a lot of time and money went into fo- uh, forcing the phrase Dilly Dilly into popular culture. Did it work? Let's hope not. Well, it seemed to Wait, have. Is Got that for the a one, week, maybe. Is that the one where they were in the... Was that the Viking one? Yeah. Where no, they no. were in the boat and then they no. had to row back? No. Okay. This, then I don't know that one either. There was a fight scene. There was a. They were fighting and the Bud Knight... Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. Was the king or whatever? The best one was when the sorcerer said, "I could make you immortal." And he goes, "No, no, that's no, no, that's good. Just <laughs> change the eagle into a Bud Light." Oh. It was, I thought, a very mediocre campaign. It, it got more annoying as the dilly dilly went on. Some people had issues with the Dodge Ram commercial built to serve. I think it was fantastic. I think it was wonderful. I don't think people did their research on this one, even though it was in the commercial. The reason they played the Martin Luther King part was to salute him because he had done that speech on February 4th, 1968. It was 50 years to the day that he made that speech, but nobody seemed to notice that. So they think that they were exploiting Martin Luther King Jr. to sell trucks, which is not at all what they were doing. 
It says, first of all, it was confusing because there were only 30 seconds of blank screen before it, which turned out to be an equipment failure at NBC. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that part doesn't help. <laughs> but then the commercial didn't have anything to do with MLK. Yes, it did. Good. You know, I... I I'm that. telling you, I don't we're, know what we're, I was doing. Didn't see half these. We're in a situation now where I think people are getting dumber by the day. That they just can't grasp anything anymore that's not shoved down their throat. Do you think that's a problem? Well, how far into the Super Bowl are you at this point? I don't remember when it appeared, but it wasn't that far in. Well, maybe it's after 20 beers. People don't know what's going on. Well, maybe. It could be. Uh, but when the commercial didn't have anything to do with MLK or doing good things, which is a mistake since some commercials were about companies doing good things, like Budweiser sending water to Puerto Rico or Matt Damon and Stella Artois promoting water.org for developing countries, that's not the point. That was not the point of the commercial. Yeah, Martin Luther King's speech wasn't, I have a dream that will give stuff to people. I just, No, exactly. I just think that people are bristling about anything having to do with the political and social engineering mm-hmm. motive. Well, maybe. I just think that I think people are just sick of being preached at. It has gotten really, really old. I'll tell you that. Yes. And and the thing that I've has really, you know, we only got two to go here, and then I wanted to ask you that very, very thing. Uh, lots of other ads went uh, the emotional route with getting any without getting any backlash. The very first commercial was a really good Toyota ad about Lauren Woolenscroft. She's a skier who's won eight Paralympic gold medals. Yeah. That was a phenomenal that was, commercial. That was really good. I- I saw that one. What were her chances again? One in nine billion oh, or something? Oh, it was just crazy. And it turned to be, when she crossed the finish line and won the gold medal, it was one-to-one. <laughs> yep. Really, really good commercial. The trick is to get your message in while saluting someone else and not taking center stage. Other commercials were more heavy-handed with the politics, like the Coke ad, where there's a Coke for every single kind of person. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. They've, dri- they've tried that before and it didn't well, work. Yeah, it did not work. They've done that campaign a lot. Yes, they have. Yeah, so... In different ways. T-Mobile's was obnoxious as well. The T-Mobile one with all the babies of different races and ethnicities. Well, That's the one. It wasn't the babies. It wasn't the ethnicities. It was the it was this smarmy, che- cheesy, churchy delivery well, or yeah, the speech. It was just a, it was like even if you agree with the topic and the message, it was just so preachy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's T-Mobile. <laughs> Your service sucks. Your service is terrible. Your service is terrible. And so, you know, that's what they do. Oh, don't don't mind the fact that we're a terrible company. Uh We'll just, you know, we'll say what we're supposed to say so college students will keep us. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They got a lot of backlash on Twitter. Good. People did not like that. Pandering to diversity is so People are so sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the one with the voiceover from Kerry Washington that said, you'll love who you want, you'll demand fair and equal pay, you will not allow where you come from to dictate where you're going. Oh, my God. It's just, would uh, you no, shut Eric, up? It's a cell phone commercial. <laughs> I mean, it's a cell phone company. <laughs> but people loved it, apparently. How, you know, what do you like, think, Kostaki? No, they didn't. The question? with us? Oh, the T-Mobile ad the T-Mobile on the ad, they Super Bowl. Um, again. With all the babies and the, oh, everybody needs to be... Nice to each other and love each other. No, it was just. Yeah, I actually said to my wife, I said, what, uh, like, equality has a budget? Like, I know. Who's, who's, who's ad is this? I know. That's, and that's the truth. That's how we all felt, too. We were just looking at each other like, why does, what is this? Why is this on? It was just right. inappropriate, I think. I Eli think and Beckham Dirty Dancing was my favorite. That was far. very, very funny. That was very yeah. good. But I did like the Martin Luther King ad, too, because it wasn't an ad. It was a salute to Martin Luther King on the, the exact day 50 years ago where he made the speech. It was wonderful. Yeah. 
I suppose, yeah, there's a different ways to look at that. I, I totally get that per- perspective, and I, I hear the other side, too. It does feel a little like you're selling trucks with the guy's voice. Um, and uh, and the fact that Scientology has $5 million to spend was terrifying to me. <laughs> $5 million. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? There's a Scientology ad on the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. interesting. A lot of movies, Jurassic World. Hey, if I want to see dinosaurs tearing people apart, I'll go to a roast at the Friars Club. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he, he opened Uh-oh. up with a big one. <laughs> he opened up with the big stuff. Here Perf- we go. Perfectly. You got your Mission Impossible. You got your Jurassic World. It's Star Wars. It's fitting there's so many sequels advertising the Super Bowl with the Patriots in it. <laughs> uh, that is a sequel. That is true. Oh, go, my God. Go you're, in a, you're in a great mood, aren't you, because the, the Patriots lost. I love that the Patriots lose. That's one of my hobbies. I love it. I wanted them to win. Oh, well. You wanted them to win? Yeah. I kind of was pulling they, for them. I mean, I didn't really care, but I, I. Yeah, I just. Exactly. They really didn't want it enough. No, he said they've won enough. Oh, but they didn't want it enough either because I think that they were outplayed. I think they were outcoached. Bill Belichick, yeah, I thought, did a terrible job. Yeah, is even better. Yeah, Why don't we I take agree. a quick break? Be right back. Kostaki Economopolis joins us. Right up to this, Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then, after you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutramost Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763 763- Three 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 seven three three seven. Philadelphia music today. You gonna do the theme song from the movie Philadelphia too? <laughs> could do that one. That's a good song. I love the fact that in that movie they flip flop. The guy with AIDS was white and the lawyer was black. When in real life, the guy with AIDS was black and the lawyer was white. Oh, but people would have thought that it was made up if yeah. it was. You can't people handle through. the truth. Yeah, people don't like reality. You know who the attorney actually was in that uh, in that case? No. Remember the name Joel Hyatt? As in the hotel. No, not as in the hotel. There was a hi. I'm Joel Hyatt. No, uh, you don't see those TV. There. No. Do you remember those Kostaki? I was just going to say, there's something familiar about that. It's been a long time ago. Yeah, he ran TV commercials forever all across the United States. So Joel, I'm Joel Hyatt, and I blah, blah, blah. And I blah, blah, blah. My favorite is still Ask Gary, because Gary's a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> if you run it, did you know that? No. 
Yeah, you know those Ask Gary commercials? Have you ever seen yeah. them? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gary's a chiropractor, and when you ask Gary, he, he kind of steers you toward the right attorney. <laughs> That's brilliant, actually. <laughs> That's very smart. Okay, before we launch into this, I have to ask everybody, because I don't know mine. I think it was the same one I have now. Do you remember your very first email address? Yes. Yes. You guys, do you do? Can yep. you say it without? I think, uh, yeah, I've only had a couple ever, so yes. Yeah, I had one for a long time. Yeah. I I remember mom's first email address. Yeah, I had one forever. Jrdogs at prodigy dot net. That's right. Oh, I do remember Jrdogs at prodigy. Thousand years ago. I do remember Jack that. Russell Dogs. Yep. The Prodigy.net doesn't even exist anymore, I don't no. think. No, somebody yeah. bought it, and I, I could keep the Prodigy.net for a long time, and then all of a sudden one day they were like, yeah. you can't have this anymore. Yeah. You're the only person left in the United States that's using Prodigy.net. You're out. You have to stop. This is the worst email address I have ever seen in my entire life. A guy named Tony Randall, not that Tony Randall, but his first email address was TR8675309. Get it eight six seven five three oh nine. God, he used that. That's cute. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of really bad ones. But do you remember yours? I was Kostaki at Mindspring dot com, which What's, is a little it was an Atlanta startup that my mom was vaguely distantly associated huh. with. Mindspring she invested, bought some stock, and made a ton of money. They blew up, and then they sold uh, to Earthlink. Remember oh, that? Yeah, oh yeah, Earthlink. Yeah. And then Earthlink went away too, I believe. <laughs> yep. Why is you? Why are you still working if your mother made all that dough on uh, the internet? Well, these are relative concepts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think well. she. I think she literally made like twenty-eight to one. She invested, wow. you know, Ooh. like you know, three, four thousand or something. So it well, was great, but wonderful. it wasn't like lottery money. No. You know? That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was one of those that doubled and doubled and doubled and doubled. It's, that's a bad lesson for a, a teenager seeing how the stock market works. Like, right. This isn't what usually happens. Yeah. Oh, this is one of the lamest I've ever seen. E-Boogie112 at Hotmail. Oh, <laughs> God. E-Boogie? Yeah. Yes, let's go with that. The worst ones, from a practical point of view, are, are like any kind of underscores and weird symbols. Oh like yeah, even, oh, you yeah. can't even say it to someone on the phone. Yeah. They go, "What? What do you? What?" Well, what God. Is- speaking of things you can't say on the phone because they're so complicated. My first email address was an in joke between me and my friend Max. Yeah, what were you ten? I was you made that very, up? very young. Yeah, it was Sluggy from a, the Ushavan. Yep. Yep. It was from a game called Yoshi's Island. <laughs> I remember. For some reason, we kept reading Sluggy the Unshaven as Sluggy the Ushaven. <laughs> so years later, I was like, hey, there's an idea. But then, of course, every time I needed to give my email address on the phone, I'd have to say S-L-U-G-G-Y, and it took a thousand years. It took so. forever. Yep. Sluggy the Ushaven, you know. Yeah. You know, it's... The Ushaven. Yeah. You know what an Ushaven is, don't you? Yeah. All right. We are back. Kostaki Economopolis with us. You, by the way, got credit across America for a great line on the Super Bowl. Oh, what was that? I had a bunch of friends calling. What was it again? Uh, what did you do? Deliver some of your lines about the Super Bowl because one of them just <laughs> hit a home run. Oh, I don't know. It was $14 and not a sellout. Sounds like one of my shows. That one, maybe? No, that was a good no, one. I remember that <laughs> one. That was a good one. 
God, I can't remember which one it was. They, people loved it, though. They thought it was you very, very good. You pose for a picture with the Vince Lombardi trophy, but you can get really close but not quite touch it. Perfect metaphor for a Falcons fan. <laughs> oh, that is, that is well, That's painful, actually. <laughs> or a Vikings fan. <laughs> oh, I don't know. you got to throw that in at the end. But, uh, <laughs> for the first one. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It is what Sad it is. That's true. Hey, you guys know why Tom Brady doesn't have the flu? Because he can't catch anything. That's oh, why. <laughs> well, how did he not catch that pass? I love it. I loved it. I oh, loved God, it immediately. You were, so, you were so honest to God. Why don't you be a little more tight in the underwear? Well, it's been a year since you lost. Do you see him crying uh, after the game? It's hard to catch uh, with 12 stitches and five rings. It's tough. You know? <laughs> That's true. You see what? What did you say, Malia? No, uh, Giselle posted a picture of Tom Brady after the game, and he's crying. He's oh, being consoled right. by his family. He was so mm-hmm. upset. He stress ate a baby carrot and an avocado. (laughs) (laughs) A baby carrot and an avocado. That is pretty stressful when he goes that far out. Liver of red pepper. Oh my god! No nightshades. (laughs) No, he didn't. That game turned out to be a receiver battle, and the receivers were Tom Brady and Nick Foles. Yeah, what the hell? It was a weird you, game. You want the quarterback who makes 0% of his catches or the quarterback who makes 100% of his catches for touchdowns? <laughs> now, think about that. Good that's 0 or 100. That's exactly right. Good for Nick Foles. I love it. That was amazing. That game was a little bit like Louis C.K.'s career. It turned on one sack. That is the one. That's the one that everybody loved across the country. Yeah, I might have retweeted that one. <laughs> I literally got from radio stations across America. Isn't Gustaki a buddy of yours? This line's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they loved it. I said, ah. It was actually a strip sack, which is Louis's Tinder profile name. <laughs> <laughs> They're not giving up on that one, huh? My wife was freaking out after the game that everyone was kissing the Vince Lombardi trophy during the flu epidemic. Yeah, oh, God. yeah, yeah. don't do that. That was gross. None they handle me. that thing with white gloves, and then they give it to a dude who walks it through a gauntlet of 300 yeah. and reporters. <laughs> they fondle and grope and kiss it. It's I know. crazy. Um, that was the most total yards in any postseason game ever. How about uh-huh. that? Most total game they, yards in any game ever, apparently, now they say. Really? Huh. Is that right? Any game ever? Now they're saying any game ever. I heard that on the news this afternoon. So I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. They basically combined for an entire Brown season worth of yards. <laughs> Poor Cleveland the Browns. the Super Bowl in history. And I'm mostly talking about the defense. That's not good defense. I got some bad news Both for you, Both teams though. played like their defensive coordinators were Italian generals. Like, yeah, come on. Come on through. Go ahead. Right, right, through, right this way to the end zone. Right over here. If the Super Bowl needs a nickname, I would like to suggest the defense rests. Oh, uh, God, the defense was terrible. The defense was horrible. Yeah, both sides. Right. Uh, or they could just count this as Rocky Eight. <laughs> an underdog story about Philly. Why not? Uh, the only thing scarier than a mad Eagles fan is an incredibly once in a lifetime happy Eagles fan. <laughs> I mean, to the point where they ate horse poop. I didn't. Yes. I didn't hear about oh, that one. Oh yeah. Oh, There's not a whole lot more you, to it. Oh. That's how you party. That's how you party. Get down on your uh, on your stomach and eat horse poop in the what street. The hell? It's oh, called yeah. an alcoholism plus mania. There you go. <laughs> now, now that explains it. Thank you for that. Now you know what's going on. That is a good explanation. 
If you're a car, I was thinking this during the game. If I was a car parked in downtown Philly, and I'm hoping to not be set on fire, am I rooting for an Eagles win or a loss? Like, <laughs> yeah. It really could go either way. Better question, if I'm a car, why am I parked in downtown Philly? <laughs> it's time to move. I'm just glad the Liberty Bell isn't flammable, so that's good. <laughs> I'm still expecting the Tide guy to cut in and tell us that this whole thing was just a commercial. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that thing, uh, I hated that commercial. Is everything a Tide it's, commercial? Yes, yes it is. Move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> halftime show, sponsored by Pepsi. Which that, that makes sense to me. It was sweet and fine if your first choice isn't available. Yeah. This is, oh, man. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that is cold. <laughs> oh, by the way, yes, it was the most yards in an NFL game. In history. In NFL history. Really? 1,100 yep. and some odd. That's, That's a lot of yards. Crazy. In any of all the games? I mean, there's yep. I know. most ever in hundreds any of game. game in any, any single year. Yeah, they you'd got, think that that's, at some point there'd be like a free game where they somehow got 4,000 yards, but nope, apparently not. Uh, that's a, well, like, I mean, that's a lot. What about that? Oh, that was a college game. That one where they got like 400 points or whatever. 222 to nothing. Yeah, they had that. That's <laughs> got to be a lot of yards, right? I mean, go tech. they would have yeah. had to go across basically the entire field, what, at least 20-some times? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh -huh. So that'd be 2,000 yards. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was about 1,500 yards, though. I think you're absolutely right. Georgia Tech taking on Cumberland College. Right. 222 to nothing. I've never even heard of Cumberland College before or since. Did that, did that end them? Did they go away after that? They may have just shut question. the school down. <laughs> it's not even worth so it anymore. We're, we're closing our doors. Now, here's a pro Patriots fact. 33 is the most uh, points scored in a Super Bowl loss ever. What is it? A uh, 33 is oh, oh yes yeah. yeah what they scored is the most in a loss ever so there you go yeah. that's something Tom Brady to... still breaks records even when he loses <laughs> yeah like seven of them yeah most uh, what was it ten thousand postseason passing yards it's a whole lot good God yeah think good. of all even those they lose, yards they're good I, I hope they go away this time though they're losing both coordinators yep Brady's getting older Gronk. Mm -hmm. Sort of referenced possible retirement. He's twenty nine. That was a weird choice. He's God, got he's some huge. back issues and concussion yeah, he does. issues. That's true. That imagine. is true. He's made more than he can spend in his whole life already. That's true. Um, I. What'd you think of the Prince thing? I loved it. Have to. I thought it was yeah. wonderful. I thought it was very, very nice. It was very sweet. They didn't overdo it by doing the hologram. I like the CGI where the whole city turned purple, and except for the glyph, I thought that was wonderful. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was good. I'm just glad he got some purple into that game somehow. Since <laughs> okay, I, I knew it. I knew he stabbed me in the back. That's what everybody felt like. Well, you got a little bit of purple yeah. in there. I just give him a, Boy, the line's breaking up. Line, I let can't. You. I can't hear you. <laughs> let you hang yourself. <laughs> God. There was a bad hold on a Patriots field goal. No one has handled a snap that badly since I tried to take off my girlfriend's bra in high school. <laughs> God, that was a tough snap. That was a tough snap. Yes, I can That's understand. A tough that. joke too. It's a, it's a long way to go. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but it's a shame the Pats didn't have the Bud Knight to handle that snap. We're introduced to the Bud Knight. What a hilarious phrase! I know Bud Knight forever. Bud Knights of the Roundtable. 
Bud Knight Shyamalan. Bud Knight Shyamalan, that's right. Bud Shug Knight. (laughs) (laughs) You keep laughing, you Uh, keep doing it. Yeah, that's true. Just keep quiet. That's true. That's a good read. If you want me to stop you, then you can't keep laughing. (laughs) I could read you disc jockey jokes about the Super Bowl, but you don't want to hear these, man. Oh, really? Oh, God. I know what you're talking about. I know what you mean. God. Where'd those come from? Uh, from a Wise Brother Media. You want to? Oh, wanna, it's a prep service thing. Prep service. Yeah. You want to hear a really funny one? They might want to steal sure. one. You never know. The game only had one punt, and thanks to Justin Timberlake's halftime show, one fumble. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> How do you put that on paper and go? Here, I'm sending this in. I thought it was going to go somewhere else. It only had one punt, but thanks to Justin Timberlake, it had a one. When you're staring at a when you're staring at a blank page, you're thrilled to have anything that's on. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yes, it's it's all relative. And And sometimes, if you don't mind me saying, as a writer, uh, the people who decide what goes on the page are the ones making the biggest mistakes. Well, that's true. Because I would send in like 15 jokes, and then they would, you know, use three or five of them or something. I'm like, those are the three you picked. Oh. (laughs) Now, since you are into the gambling game, did you hear about that big winner, Better X? Yes, I did. Twenty was million dollars. What was it, Biff from uh, Back to the Future? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Yeah, he came back in time to make a big. Bet. The guy bet what? What did he bet? Like five million dollars and won twenty million bucks. Yeah, there was some. It's crazy. He, I, I got to go back and find the story, but he bet in a few different places. And hey, it was dude. all eagle. Can you yeah. stay for just a few more minutes? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. If you're ready to sell your home, you've probably heard that you should wait until spring. But why wait for temperatures to rise when the market is hot right now? Not selling in winter is a total myth. Truth is, buyers are hungry. And while other sellers and real estate agents hibernate, the Chris Lindahl team is selling homes like hotcakes. Chris has done a great job. We have our house on the market with Chris right now, as a matter of fact. And the video he did is amazing. The Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX results team for a reason. They play to win. And they've got the skilled players to sell your home fast. In fact, they sell a home on average every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until spring to sell your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD. That's 763-401-SOLD. The first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value, and it's only going to the first two Tom Bernard Show callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Call now, get the free staging package, and grab the opportunity before winter is over. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kostaki Economopolis, quick snaps, wrapping it up again for another year. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. It's, well, yeah, I'm that, always, uh, it's always bittersweet this time of year. I'm uh, ready for a break, but I'm also sad the football's over. Well, that's the God. You're, you got five months off, nothing to do. <laughs> nothing to do. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> it's gonna you be know I'm terrible. driving all over Nebraska and Iowa this week telling jokes, right? Oh, is that what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. Do you want some more disc jockey jokes about the Super Bowl? To, uh, yeah, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> okay, um, let me see. Uh, Pink sang the national anthem despite having the flu. That's nothing. Think about all the guys who played in the game despite having brain damage. It's not even a joke. That's just like... It's not even a joke. It's a PSA. It's a PSA. You're absolutely right. This is why you're in radio, ladies and gentlemen. I just am so proud to be working with these people. It's just... Oh... Patriots players were at a loss for words, or in Gronk's case, grunts. <laughs> you can't even laugh at that pitifully. Like with <laughs> That's at least a pity. joke. I will qualify that yeah. as a joke. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Back to quick snaps, I, the final episode. I write, a lot of jo- I write a lot of jokes at that level. I just try to trim them out before I call them. <laughs> <laughs> you try to get rid of them? Yeah, I'm that is you. half the battle, is car- carving out the bottom third. Yeah, that's true. Mm, no, it is. Carving out the bottom third is a really, really good way to go. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Butler didn't play corner. A lot of buzz about that. Yeah, and, you know, you... Tom Brady just isn't the same without his butler. Huh? Oh, okay, all right. Oh, God. You know, why don't you hate him a little more? <laughs> that's what I hate, think. I don't hate him. He seems like a nice person. I just, like, enough. Go, get out of my, get out of, get off my TV. You've had your run. His mom and my mom were born in the same town. Is that right? Oh, you didn't know about that? His mom seems sweet. His mother was born in Browerville, Minnesota, and so was my mother. And oh, back, okay. when, back when they were born in Browerville, it had about two to 300 people. That was about it. Right. And then, of course, I was Tommy B. long before he was. So get off my <laughs> cloud. That's all I have to say <laughs> to you, pal. But I think... Did you guys he, lo- what? Go ahead. No, I was going to say he might have a little more money than me. I'm not sure. Yeah. Just a dollar yeah. or two. That's, uh, can you imagine you're making Tom Brady money and your salary is dwarfed by your wife's salary? <laughs> I, it's true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. It's hard to true. imagine. Yeah. By a lot. Like, it's not close. She makes no. way more. Like, yeah, she does. She, isn't she worth like $600 million herself? That wouldn't surprise me. God. I mean, it's some crazy number that she's been it making is. for years and years and years. What about the ad where Alexa loses her voice? Yeah. That was odd. They showed different sort of inappropriate famous voices filling in. I liked it better when Snickers did that ad. I think we've, we've haven't we seen this already? Yeah, Snickers did, and it would change its appearance and its voice. Right. Yeah. Um, you can stack Pringles and make different flavors. I, I saw that one. No question about it. I saw that ad. Wait a minute. It's pizza. Oh, it's jalapeno <laughs> pizza. Oh, it's jalapeno <laughs> pizza with cheese. Oh, trust God. me, it does not work. <laughs> How does that ad not end with "Dude, I'm so high"? Right. Well, exactly. I will tell you something <laughs> that you don't want to know. You ready? Yeah, sure. You, you do not want to know this. If I ever get constipated, all I have to do is eat Pringles, and it'll clear things up immediately. I don't know. You were why. right. I did not want to know that. <laughs> you were absolutely right. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is about the process or whatever, but those things. I can't keep them in. 
Uh, I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. You're besmirching the name of Pringles. I really am. In my mind's eye. Plus the fact they taste just horrible. Oh, I love Pringles. You lie. I do. I I love I love any salty potatoey anything. French fries. Well, that's true. You're right. Pringles. Potato chips. That's my that's my biggest sin. Oh, potato. My biggest weakness. Oh, do you have a favorite potato chip? Um, I love Ruffles. I love the old fashioned baked Lay's. I like those Cape Cod extra crunchy kettle chips. Forty percent. I like Pringles. I think it's really optimistic that Pringles comes with a resealable top. I take that thing off and throw it away immediately. You know what they do in Korea? I don't need this. They've got this little thing where you take the top off, and then there's a ring that you pull up, and all the the Pringles are like in this little uh, like open cylinder, so you don't have to reach in there. What? Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know why we don't do Fancy. that here. I know it comes to You don't come to work for two days because you were constipated. Yeah, luckily it was only two days. The whole world is out there constipated. Half the population is constipated. I got married constipated. People do things constipated. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder that season's going so well. (laughs) And I'd like to award the uh, Me Too Movement Tone Deafness Award to M&M's, who had Danny DeVito asking strangers if they want to eat him. I know, in front of little kids and everything. You want to eat me? What? If Danny DeVito was a snack, he'd be a peanut covered in, ha- in cat hair you found under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, all right, Tom, what's going to happen next year? Can we? Is it? Let's have a way too early prediction. Way too early prediction of who's going to win next year. Yeah, who the two of the top handful of teams that we'll oh, be looking at? God, that's a that's a very very tough guy. I gotta believe the Jacksonville Jaguars learned something. They they were a pretty damn good team. They really were. I would like, love for them to be good. Yeah, that'd be a great story. And I think that, I think Jacksonville Jaguars would be better. So which means pretty damn good because they were they were pretty good this year, right? And I think it all depends. It all depends on off-season moves. I mean, you got the bubbling unders, of course, are, are Atlanta. I will not include the Vikings in the bubbling unders because I saw their, their season next year. Their schedule is horrible. Yeah. Oh, they have a tough lineup? They have a yes. very, very tough schedule next year. So I don't see them doing anything. But I didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to go better than 6-10 and 10 this year because I thought Bradford would get hurt, which he did. And then we lost a running back, which they did. And they still went 13-3. and three. Yeah, it's a really amazing run they had. Do you know there was a rumor going around certain uh, areas, like you know, sports rooms, that Zim might have taken a little dive in that game? No way. That's what they're saying. I don't know. <laughs> they sure did look divey to me at thirty-eight to seven. I think the Eagles were just better than we thought they were. Yeah. They, they beat the they beat the Falcons. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Patriots. What, as, do, you, what do you want? I mean, as, that was a, yeah. what a good team. As underdogs in all three games. Yeah, right. That's right. They were significant underdogs in every one of them. They were. It's amazing. It was an amazing, a wonderful story. It really was a wonderful story. But I hate them because of it. <laughs> I have to say, I thought here's how I thought it was going to work out. I thought Atlanta would beat Philadelphia, then Atlanta would come to Minnesota, and I didn't know how that was going to go because I thought we'd right. blow out uh, New Orleans, and of course we barely beat them uh, with a stroke of luck because it 17, 17 to nothing up in the first half wasn't enough. 
Our defense right. just went right in the. What is with the fact? You now, this is exactly what I'm talking about. How do all those teams, and all those teams, I include the Minnesota Vikings, the Patriots, the Eagles, how does all their defense just go to hell at the same time? It's a great question. There's just so many factors. and You're playing, obviously, the, the really good offenses or the teams that are left, you know. Yeah. The Patriots are great offense. I mean, they just they had over 500 yards passing. It's I know. Great. In, a, in a game where they lost, it's just absurd. It is absurd. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know really it's, sad. On that subject, I'm kind of hopeful because the Falcons held the Super Bowl MVP and his offense to 15 points. Right. Their defense actually got better this year, and their offense got worse. So That's true. I don't know. You never know. That's what makes it fun to watch. You know what's really amazing about this? The tone of this conversation has gotten to the point now where any non-sports fan that's listening is going, my God, men are weird. Listen to them. They sound like they're all going to start crying because their football team <laughs> lost. <laughs> we're, we're wistful. Yes, our, we're our, teams w- were, our teams were really good this year, but not great. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, here's to another great season, guys. Thank you for everything. Well, I love again, calling you every, every Monday. Be a good thing if you sent me a, like a an invoice. That'd be good. <laughs> I did send one to Catherine. I'll resend. We'll discuss. Oh, you sent it to Catherine. She didn't tell. Me. See, she never tells me. And then she goes, "Did you pay Kostaki?" I'm like, "No, I never got it." Oh, here it is. I'm like, did you tell me when you get it? Honestly, God, Kostaki and I got together at Treasure Island. What was that, about nine months ago, something like that? Yes. Yeah, so it was maybe a year plus because it was the oh, year I think plus. it was a week. Yeah. That's right. It was a year plus. And so I, I gave him his check, and then we went out to dinner, and he's like, God, this is like the best quick snaps day of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was a fantastic meal. Not only did I not pay for the meal, you gave me money to be there. <laughs> gave you money to show up. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to Catherine about it, and we'll, we'll get that thing sent right out to you. No worries, no worries. Well, thanks, guys. Take it easy. I'll talk to you down the road. It's always a pleasure, sir, all these years and hopefully many, many more years. Thank you for another great The pleasure is mine, Tom. Thanks, man. Kostaki Konomopoulos, Quick Snaps, ladies and gentlemen, and an old friend of the family. My, you know your mom loves Kostaki. I do. Yeah, she, she, just, she does. She just absolutely loves him, and I understand why. Kostaki is one of the nicest men you'd ever want to know. Hardworking, just a really good guy. He can take a joke. He can deliver a joke. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go through some random facts just for the hell of it. Babies are born with more than 270 bones, but over time they fuse together, making the final count of what, Andy? You, this is something you would know usually. Uh, God, I don't. It's like I, I want to say 202, but that sounds wrong. Well, you're right. Oh, okay then. <laughs> God. 270 bones, but over time they fuse together, making the final count of 206. No, so you're only so close. Well, you're off by a couple yeah. that we have as adults. Kissing someone on the cheek makes you less likely to get sick than shaking their hand. Yeah, well, that would make total. Yeah, yeah it's not people surprising. Don't, people don't handle things with their face. Yeah, what are you going to do, lick your cheek? That would be impressive. Say, so, listen, you know what I think I'll do is I'll pick up off this filthy counter. I'll pick up a candy bar with my left cheek. I mean, of course that makes sense. Bon Jovi's first professional recording job was singing the lead vocals on a song called R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, on a Star Wars album, Christmas album, in 1980. I had no idea. I didn't either. 
In Maryland, adultery is a misdemeanor punishable by a $10 fine. So watch your step in Maryland. $10 fine, huh? A $10 fine for adultery. Wouldn't you have to have a lot of evidence that you did it in order to get fined in the first place? I mean, I guess. Or an admission of guilt. And, uh, yeah, well, you'd have to admit you did it because there's no other way they could prove it. Okay, now, I'm not going to tell you this. Okay, Melina and Andy, you have to guess, okay? There is one U.S. capital city that does not have a McDonald's. What is it? No, it's uh, New York. No, New York's got a <laughs> ton of McDonald's. What? No. New York? Albany, New York? There's yeah. tons of McDonald's. I thought that, I thought no city in New York could have McDonald's or something. No, that's or is New it York just city. New York City? Oh, that's just the New. That's just New York City. But they uh, have oh, McDonald's. There. Bloomberg deals. They they have McDonald's there. It's the size of the drink is what he was after. Yes, the the Bloomberg drink. The, mm. He didn't want them selling selling the sixty four ounce uh, diet cokes or something. Or well, whatever. in that case, I'll go with California because that seems like the kind of thing they'd do. Sacramento. What? McDonald's was founded in California. <laughs> well, yeah, but California <laughs> thinks everything gives you cancer. So That's true. They, they, they probably would turn on them. Yeah. Oh, you invented McDonald's in California? We're going to get rid of you. Yeah. Um, Lena, any guesses? Oh, man. I'll go Montana. Okay, he's going Montana. It's not right either. But I will tell you this. The capital city of this state is a, is a city that most people mispronounce when they say it. Is it Bismarck? Tucson. Except that's not even a capital. No, not Bismarck. Okay, you want me to tell you? Mm. Want me to tell you who it is? Sure. The only U.S. capital city without a McDonald's is Montpelier, Vermont. Oh. And it doesn't even say why. Just that they don't have a... Why would you not have a McDonald's in Montpelier, Vermont? Is that... You know, I I, got to talk to Doug Sprinthal about that on Wednesday because he's from... You know, he's been all over Maine and Boston and Rhode Island and all. He knows that whole area. Oh, it's one of those culty things where you're not allowed to have a business there unless you're local oh it's a that's one of those it's kind of like palm beach island so it's basically well palm beach island has publics mm, that's the only thing they do have is that one they don't have any chain stores other than Publix, mm. and they will not let Publix put a sign up even if people want it you can't have it it's true we'll be back tom bernard joe